Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Dude, this is rad because I'm sitting here with Jake Rose. Yeah, baby. It is our first time video, so hopefully this comes out all right. You look at this one every <laughs> oh, now and then. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. I, think that's, I can't even see. They're yeah. both black, so whatever. They're both dark. Dude, how you been? I've been amazing, dude. Yeah. You, you are, um, I always I always say that you're the man behind many. We were talking earlier, and you are talking about Hardy and how many songs he writes, but then mm-hmm. there's the other side to you, because that's pretty much what you do that's as what, well. Yeah, I do that too, yeah. I've been busy. You have? Yeah. This this Actually, this weekend, FGL was like, can you come on the bus and write with us? And I was like. Crap, I'm playing Stony. Sorry, guys. Next time. Why didn't you tell them to come with you? Well, I should have, right? <laughs> Bring the party down here. It's not but, all about them. It's no, not all about exactly. Them. But no, it's been it's good. It's good to to do both. And uh, you meet so many great artists doing writing and everything. And I love it. I love doing both. Right? Yeah. And you ran into Hardy today at the airport? So I saw Hardy, Kale Dodds. I saw, I saw a bunch of artists at the airport. It's like the Friday morning Nashville airport scene. Yeah, is if you want to meet a, a celebrity artist, go to Nashville Airport about five a.m. and just hang out on a Friday. You'll see Dude. all the artists flying out to their gigs. So I'm so. coming to Nashville Tuesday morning, but I have to be back here fr- next Friday night because wow. I got Nate Moore in here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's um, awesome. But we're doing a this this fundraiser thing, so I'm looking at the flights. I'm like, I got to be back here early, so all the flights are. You either Super take that early early, early one, yep. or you get home too late. I so. know that's that's the whole thing. We took the early ones we could hang out today right what'd you do today we sat by the pool and <laughs> it was rough it was a rough life yeah rough life ate some lunch. it was it was it was hard dude so um like this like that yep econoline yep what else you got we got a new one coming out really soon it's called weekday drunk i'll be playing it tonight and uh it's been going great i've been on tour all summer and started playing it out and uh just the response has been great, so I'm excited. We're gonna put that one out. We got more coming after that too. I've got like five in the can now that we're gonna be just dropping whenever we we feel like it. Are you gonna put out an album, or are we just gonna stick yeah. to the single stuff? Actually, tonight I have just a tour only. You can only get it on the road. There's four songs on there. Weekday drunks on there. A new song called Tractor Town. A new song called Cold Beer and Pretty Girls. And it's on this ten song CD, but I only have a thousand. I I only made a thousand. Right. And they only can get them. At the shows. That's so if you cool. want one of those, you get extra songs first. So. First, before everybody. Exactly. And then what down the road you'll release those It'll be digital. a digitally, yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of was like, people keep asking for these songs, and I'm like, I'm just going to do something cool, like a one one pressing. Right. If you want them early, you're the super fan, you come get one. What about vinyl? What, what do I well, have to do to get some Jake Rose vinyl? I think we probably should. When I, My ultimate goal is, yes, to do an album here and put it all together, because I think we're starting to get there. I have a good collection of songs now. Right. So. Have you put out a full length yet? No, like this would not be my yeah, outside this, of your rock band stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, my rock band. Yeah, I had a couple, but um, no, no, this this would kind. I'm kind of building towards that. I kind of wanted to put the collection of songs together, but I have two that we're in the studio right now cutting. And I think once we get that done, that would be like a twelve song. Right, that'll be a nice bow on that. I'm gonna yeah. say that that my the first song I ever heard that you did was sleeves. Yep, and I think it it floored me because it's just like one of those tunes when you listen to the lyrics, you sit back. Did you? Are you in the process of re-releasing it? I noticed that there's a video that came out, but I don't I don't know when that came out or if I just saw it late. But when I first met you, you had a lot of hair. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the I second did. time I met you, <laughs> you didn't have a lot of hair. <laughs> exactly, it was all gone. Thanks to my manager, she's she's probably right about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we're gonna actually re-release sleeves. It's been it's been such a uh, staple song for my career. Yes. And like. All these people have jumped on it after we're like we had released it like a year and a half ago, but it was also like well then the highway started to play it and then 
Spotify put out a bunch of playlists, and then Apple came in late at the very end too, and they put on stuff. And it's still, I'm still at that point where I'm gaining fans every show. I'm in front of these new crowds, and they've never heard it, right? And it's probably one of my best songs, and so I feel like it's just getting started on it. Honestly, it's kind of neat. Um, do you know Chris Bandy? Yeah, so I just was writing with him. He, yeah. uh, he's he's one of my favorite dudes, just like you. I Great just, guy. I love the fact that I can. I, I don't talk to him an awful lot. But mm-hmm. When I go to Nashville, I always go to Virago with him. Oh, nice. And so I, I land Tuesday. Yeah. We're going to dinner. That's but awesome. He just was explaining to me that he um he just signed to Sony Nashville, I think. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. No, Sony New York. Okay, gotcha. And I asked him... I knew on the, Sony something. Yeah, I was, I was on the phone with him. I go, dude, I just, I just have one question for you. I have to ask this question. I'm hoping this happens. Are they going to re-release Man Enough now? And he goes, right. they are. They're going to repackage it. And, re-. and I'm like, dude, because there's so many people like dude, Sleeves. yeah. It's one of those things that you hear and you know that it's a hit, but just not everybody's heard it yet. Exactly. I've, I, I think you take a... A small, you can take an audience like, for instance, your guys is like Country AF. Like, yeah. you can take a small market size and play the song, and you go, dude, it. If it works for five thousand people, it's gonna work for you know. If you see the numbers and the reactions, right? You go, if it works here, it could work, you know, there. Right? Yeah. The big scale. Our our program director here, his name is Cody. He came from the terrestrial world. He yep. was back in North Carolina. If you know him, Cody Clark, if you've oh, ever okay, met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So he always says to me this thing. He's like, dude, we have to let these songs go a little bit longer because people haven't heard it yet. Well, because like, I'm, I'm going back to, man, I played that a year ago. Right. And he's like, yeah, but he's the one that kind of started to teach me that just because you heard it sort of thing. And I'm like, this is great because we have an opportunity to let songs sit a, a little bit longer. Right. Um, we, are, we are growing. We went up to um, Country Fan Fest last two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And it was Thursday night was Rodney Atkins. Friday night was Brett Young, Randy Hauser, I think, or Cody Johnson. And then Saturday was Luke Combs, Cody Johnson. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of people there. Big. But but they had a lot of newer artists on there. You had the um, the Bailey Bryant, Stephanie Quayle, Morgan Evans played. Yep. Uh, a couple other people played. Uh, Low, Low Cash was there. And it yep, was really neat guys. just just to see the... The response that these people are getting, and we took Country AF Radio up there and got 1,092 downloads. Really? We played with people. We played this game, and right. they, they, they just kept going, you know, explain to us what it is. So there was, I had like three or four of my friends, plus uh, our girlfriends were over working the booth, giving away t-shirts, buttons, stickers, right. koozies, bandanas. Like, we went nuts. Like, we yep. put our footprint down. But explaining to them what New Country is, is like... I'm like explaining to give me 15 minutes. That's it. Just right. download the app, listen for 15 minutes at any time. You're going to yeah. hear the Blake Shelton's of the world. They're going to yep. hear the Jake Rose's of the yep. world. They're going to hear <laughs> the stuff in the middle. But that's no yeah. joke. That's yeah. what it's about. Like, yeah. where else can you go and get that? I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, a brilliant, like, that's, I think it's the future is micro markets of finding, like, and I don't mean that, like, Vegas is a big market, but just pinpointing an audience sure. where it's like, hey, you know, I can compete with Blake Shelton in this market because we're on the same station. You, it, and, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Um, we started about probably about two months ago, regionally, starting to advertise through um, social networks just to, yep. just to let people know about us. Yep. We're going to do 16,000 listeners in August. Holy crap, yeah. dude. Like, we're... Damn. No joke. I remember, like, it was 7,000 uh, at some point. It was... Yeah, it, it literally... Like, last year or something, or I can't remember. It's, it is growing, um, but now we've, we've watched that... Um, and where people are starting to listen and listen on a regular basis and their time and how much time they're spending on. And, oh, that's all and great. It's, and it's great for you. And then the flip to that is we have this whole Toad's Tunes thing where people get to know the artists. So what we do is during still during 12 to 3, yep. I play uh, Money Through Friday, all the new artists, and I tell them, 
part of their song. So when I'm done with this one, this will be, dude, to learn more about Jake Rose and who he writes with and all this kind of stuff, right. head on over to toadstunes.com. And right. there's a whole bunch of content on there. Oh, with, that's awesome. But dude. that's what it's about is yeah. teaching people that, hey, man, in nine months, they're going to hear sleeves on right, terrestrial, right, but why, right. why not go ahead and get ahead of the game? Yeah, totally. Because you guys have a, a your, your, you know, hand on the pulse of all that stuff. Well, that, that, with, you know. with the Stoney's pl- platform. So, I mean, our, our angle on it is... Uh, I can't afford Blake Shelton. I can't right, afford right, Florida right, Georgia Line. I can't right. afford Brett Eldridge. I can't afford right. these guys. So the reality is, is I want to get you before. Right. Teach people about you. So hopefully they'll become the lifelong ones. And then mm-hmm. one day when you do that post, when you're big and famous. Exactly. Er, famous yeah. Er, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you go, dude, where should I play next? And someone writes Stonies. And you go, dude, you know, what? I'm going to call Toad and Chris and get my ass back over there. Totally. Even when you're a monster. Totally. I would love to do that, dude. I think that's Do like idea. a week-long stay at so- <laughs> uh, There you go. Like You'd a, be the first, man. The George Strait kind of the vibe, you know? Dude, I think he's... Uh, is he here this weekend or next weekend? I saw he booked some more shows, too. Dude, and Ashley McBride. She's oh, out. she's awesome, dude. Yeah. Tomorrow night here is... Uh, uh, Chris Jansen. Oh, dude. Chris Young. Over That's, not at Stoney's too. Say. Fuck out of here. Where? Actually, my um my bass player Abby, she works on Chris's camp. Really? And so I might. Which go, one? Jansen? No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Chris, Chris Young. Young. Yeah. Um, she does his VIP stuff, but um, I'm gonna go over and hang out with those guys tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm I w- staying. In town. I would too, dude. I would. T- I have to go dress up tomorrow night and be be an adult. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go. Do redneck shit with Chris Jansen. That's, that's, that's what you should do. <laughs> Dude, so who wrote Econoline? Is that all you? Uh, me and Craig Wiseman. Okay. Yep. And Mr. then Big Loud. And then what about what about um Like This Like That, which is a super fun song. Which one? Like, like This Like oh, That. Oh yeah. That one is such a earworm song and I get so many younger um families with kids that sing like this, like yeah. they send me videos. Oh look at my daughter singing it. Um, I wrote that with Jared Mullins, who writes for Florida Georgia Lines Company, and another guy, Tommy Cecil, who's had a couple number ones. And um, Jared just had that kind of title. He said it, and I was like, oh, like, he's like, you know, like, you don't drive a truck like this, like that. Right. And I was like, right, okay. That's you right. You don't drink a beer like this, like that. Yeah. You don't sip it. Yeah. You, you slam it. You know what I mean? Like, got it. So that was kind of just fun, and we just kind of thought, what are all the, what are all the things we can kind of paint pictures with you totally know? play on words and have fun yeah it's got a lot in there that are kind of i think if you're just listening for the first time you're like oh that makes sense i get it like this like that but then you listen back and you listen to the the details and you're like oh if you really it's got some real cool wordplay yeah so. it took me probably two or three times to go back like i listened to it i have an 11 yeah. year old girl and she's in the back and just watching her bounce around too it's kind of fun yeah uh um and the econo line i love oh, yeah that I mean, song is so much fun that that's just to come out came out of a true story. I wrote sleeves with Craig, and I mean Craig's had thirty number ones. He's nobody. His, nobody. He's all, he's kind of a <laughs> beginner writer, really. <laughs> no, but Craig is such a good wordsmith and everything. But I had just told him, dude. I was like, man, I had this old van with my rock band, and I kind of brought it back out. We're touring it again with my new thing with Jake Rose stuff, and and uh, he was like, what year is it? And I'm like, it's a '96, and it's got w- imitation wood grain, dude. Yeah. It's, I was like. It stinks like gym socks in there, and like, I was like, we got a tape player in there, and, blah, and we just all of a sudden was like, there's the song. He's like, what's right? Let's write Econo Line. Everybody that's in a band starts in a Ford Econo Line. Like, it's just a rite of passage. You have to do it. Yeah. Even Hardy, I remember Hardy. I recently I saw him. He's in a he's in a E three three fifty Econo Line. You know, and uh, so it's just kind of a fun true story song. That's it's super fun. One of my one of my buddies was driving up from San Diego, speaking of Hardy, and listened to his interview. Oh, nice! And when he got to my house, he goes, "I never, I never thought that um, Hardy, if he didn't make it in music, his his goal 
Do you know yeah. what it would be, what he would do for a living? What's that, fishing? No, no. mow lawns. Mow lawns, that's <laughs> what he, he loves, likes to do. <laughs> loves mowing lawns. <laughs> that's awesome. I got the giggles out of it. I was like, but dude, I'm like, I got 2,400 square foot of grass in my backyard. He goes, you got a lawnmower? I went, I will go buy one. Right, just, just, just to video. watch you, dude. <laughs> just, that's funny, Just dude. to watch you do your thing. Yeah, he. I mean, he was at the airport this morning. It's so funny. I mean, just kicking it. And, you know, yeah. I, he's, got about, got, he's got about 10 songs on the radio at once, and it's like... Huge. Huge. You know, he's, he's like, Drake, what's up, dude? I'm like, oh, it's a party. <laughs> just sat down, had some Burger King, and we were just at, kicking it. At 5 in the morning. At 5 in the morning, yeah. I mean, that's what people do, dude. Exactly. Come what's on. your favorite place to eat at in Nashville? Ooh, good question. Like, I love... All around, like your go-to. When you go home, if you're out on the road for a long time, you're like, dude, this I got I, I to have this. Oh, uh, well, there's this, there's like a, a fancy answer, and then there's like a, a cool. practical answer. Practical answer is Mitchell's Deli right by my house. They like deliver these amazing like New York deli sandwiches, like just amazing. They're sandwiches. huge. Just it's just the quality, like really good meat. Uh, whatever they, whatever they, whatever they do, there's amazing. And uh, so I, that's like my go-to. Like, hey, I'm home. I'm gonna order Mitchell's. If I just I'm staying in, but if I'm going out, Rolf and Daughters in Germantown okay. makes the best homemade or like handmade pastas and stuff. What's it called? Rolf and Daughters. Rolf and Daughters. Yep. Okay. Dude unbelievable pasta and like i don't know i can't even explain it it's so good i'm gonna have to go try it's it like kind of foodie like right. hip spot but man is it good i always see the property brothers guys in there they're always in there but it's a great restaurant and uh monel's and, is the only place i've eaten in oh, germantown good, yeah yeah that was i've been there twice that place is an experience in itself yeah that's yeah because you get the family style thing yeah, yeah. now ralph and others check it out dude i definitely will best uh, pizza there i mean that's debatable too but uh <laughs> Well, there's a new one called Emmy Squared in the Gulch, which is kind of cool. Okay. But I like I live in East Nashville, so Five Points Pizzas. I've been there. Yeah, I, like, I went there. I walked I mean, in there with Chris. It was all right. Yeah, Desano's is pretty good. Been there too. Wasn't yeah. a fan. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> we're we're working down the line. I'm still looking I, for that one that just where I walk in and go, oh my god, because there's a place here that I go to, Rosano. It's Rosano's. Okay. I've been going there since I was 11. And, um, it's just unreal. Uh, this, it's New York style. I, I probably grew up on it. That's why yeah. I love it so much. But it's like I'll go to Joe's New York and be like, meh. But I'll go back to Rosano's every time. And it's dude. When I come here, like I'm actually staying the weekend. I'm working with a band this weekend. But um, I just live for the food here, dude. Dude, it's silly. We're, 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 we have like an agenda. Me and the singer of the band that I'm writing with, we're like, we're gonna hit this spot, and then we're gonna hit sushi here, right? And then we're gonna do. Dude, this. where are you going for sushi here? Well, we probably do Katsuya Happy Hour. But where should we go? Dude, I'm going to have to kick your ass. There's a place called Soho Japanese Restaurant. Oh, that's where he said to go. So, Not the sushi burrito. It's still there. It's the yeah. same company, but Soho. It's on the corner of Warren Springs and Jones. That's what he said to go. Yeah. It's the best sushi in this town. That's great, dude. It's, there's some bougie stuff yeah, on yeah, the strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy came from a strip property, mm-hmm. and uh, um, his name yeah, is John, and it is... I've heard of it because Rick, the singer guy, was saying, we got to go to Soho, too. Oh, okay. If you go there, get a high-maintenance role. Okay. I made it. Um, you did? They named it because uh, it took four or five times to get it because they're like, dude, what what should we do? Because when they first opened, they only had like three or four rolls, yeah. like legit, like yeah. on their list, maybe eight. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you can get sick of eight rolls really, really fast. Yeah. So I was like, let's try this, 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 put this way. <laughs> and they were, because I'm a connoisseur of, of yeah. fish, hence I go to Virago. I don't, oh, yeah. I'm assuming that's probably one of the better places. Oh, in. it is. Yeah. But I, I went in there and they made it. And then probably like the fifth time they made it, I was like, 
Got point. it. That's okay, it. Now mark that save. Yeah. So I walk in the Prince. next time, and only two guys knew how to make it. So if they weren't working, I wouldn't order it. So then I came in one day, and they said, "Oh, your roll's on the menu." And I went, "What's it called?" Called <laughs> it the high maintenance <laughs> roll. That's funny, dude. Now it makes sense. It's pretty funny. That's great, dude. It is pretty. Yeah, funny. we're gonna. Well, I can't remember where else we're, we like. I like Javier's, the Mexican oh, place. Yeah. That place is good. That's not bad. At our, I think I'm staying over there on Saturday night or something. But at Aria, or okay. no, on Sunday we're staying there. Just for a night. We went to, um, oh my God, the fish place in there at Crystal's. Oh, yeah. What is that place? Dude, I just went there. My buddy's a, a waiter there. Um, oh, gosh. What is it? Is it c- Catch? No. no that place is good. Yeah, that place is good. That place is expensive. Bo- I went with Heather for uh, their <laughs> grand opening, and it was all comped. Oh, dude. I went there to like get an appetizer, and I was like, this ain't. <laughs> I I can't. I think I'm just gonna get a beer, man. I think, I'm good. I think they probably do like a, a retina scan when you walk in and run your credit. Yeah, really. <laughs> They're like, sir, um, let's just see how much you can clear here. That's it, man. That's it. What's going on for the rest of the year with you, man? I'm uh I'm on the road still for for quite a while. I got some dates with Hunter Hayes. I'm going out with John Party, which I'm super excited because I love his stuff. Next weekend, I'm playing with Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah, and uh, where's that at? At the Louisville State Fair. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, and and Dylan Scott too. Me, I Mitchell, can. and Dylan. So, both of them were just here for a- ACM. Literally walked in the back door here and just to hang out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mitchell and Dylan, both great guys. I write with Mitchell. Though. He's a he's a bud. Yeah. And uh, and man, he hustles and he's a great guy. And then um, he played out outside for us, like one of the tailgates that you played. Yep. He played the the last one, uh, and then he just showed up that night. Um, Hardy, I booked Hardy and John Langston. And, yeah, uh, they were inside here. Yeah, and the people that came out, uh, um, uh, Morgan Wallen went up on stage with Hardy. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And then Cole Swindell went up with John Langston. Well, I'm just like sitting there going, "What, what is going on?" My right. phone rings. It's Dylan Scott. He's like, "Dude, can I come in the side door?" I'm like, uh, "Absolutely." And then <laughs> Mitchell Tenpenny shows up, does the same. Brandon Ray. I'm just like sitting there I going, "What Brandon, is dude. going on, dude?" He's a super cool dude. He's got a new band out. I know. We were. So I keep saying this, but we were just we were writing about a month ago. Yeah. He told me about it. He said right before he said we're going to announce it soon, and I was like. I was happy for him. Yeah, me too. I asked him for the music. He's like, we don't have anything recorded yet. But they're out playing live, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They, he he played me a couple things that they were close to mixing or something. It was pretty cool. Yeah. We have one that I will see. I'm not sure if he's cutting it that we wrote, but we'll see. Do you do you enjoy the writing process more than the playing process? Because it, you, I think you do a lot of both. Yeah, I do a lot of both. But I, I think for me, it, it comes alive at the show. And there's just, I could never sit in one spot for too long and I just, just write. get bored and yeah. I don't get inspired I, I get inspired by even if I take a song out a brand new song I'm going to try a new song tonight that I've never played and I'll try it and if it flops that's on me then I got to go back to the writer's room and go okay that didn't work yeah. but if, I, if it kills like Weekday Drunk I started playing that live and I was like people love this song I'm like it's like a win and then I, I take that inspiration back to the writing room and go this is what works and this is what doesn't work and so I think it's a real it's a it's a good kind of experiment of to work on my craft, you dude. Know? And it's a it's a sense of um you you get feedback right off the bat. Totally, and, and you they, know, they like will you, tell you. We, you like what you said about weekend drunk. Yeah, is it weekday weekday drunk? weekday? Yeah, because that's a whole that. different kind of drunk. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't do. You know what else is tonight here is uh, two dollar jacket. I Daniels. heard about this. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, that's dangerous. We're doing it. Don't all, tell my guitar player. <laughs> we're doing it all month. Well, dude, that's just it. you guys don't have a bar tab. Just go to the I bar. Know, and exactly. Drink, I know. Jack Daniels. It'll be out twenty bucks and he'll be on the ground. Exactly. Next month we're doing it for with uh, t- Tito's. Ooh, I do love Tito's. Tito's is bad. I don't drink anymore. I did yeah. have some tequila um, yeah. for my birthday in May. Um, the blue and white bottle of the oh, handcraft. Yeah. Um, 
I always forget the name of it, but super smooth, super oh, yeah. no aftertaste, no super good. Yeah, super. no, I mean, I kind of, I kind of go in phases. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of whiskey this week, and then uh, see about that. I am still sitting here thinking of the name of that restaurant, and it's going to drive me bananas. Of but the one that's inside, the fish place. it's inside Crystals. Uh, it's steak and it's it's a, a steak place, but it's Mastros. Mastros, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Tim was a waiter there, and I'm oh, like nice. totally retarded with that one. Yeah, totally retarded. Um, you can put together a show. Like, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you the ticket seller. You got to pick sure. him, and then work your way down. You're playing the show, and someone brand new on the scene that you've that you've come across like what's like your ultimate goal as far as if you could unlimited funds where are you going to have this show who are you going to put like on I'm it? opening up for the show yeah whatever yeah. you can be right in the middle do you're jake rose Jeez, it's it's your free money i would like to I, it would be me eric church and kenny chesney yeah oh jesus so you're going to do it that's it, what i want to be it's going to be in the state of florida that's right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't well, think no, a venue could hold all of that. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's my goal is to be some... I mean, I, I went to Kenny's show this year and Eric's show this year. Right. And they're just on another level. And that's like, I'm not... Sh- I mean, I want to be playing arenas, but like they play stadiums. Right. I mean, there's another le- there's another level after that. And, and just the craft, that the work that they put into their careers, you can just see it. And, and their shows are just different. Yeah. Like, Chesney played for however long two hours and it it felt like it was 20 minutes it was like it just was so right fun by. it was euphoria i felt like i was on the beach it was just were you just song I want, a regular wanted. person out in the out in the my 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 buddy plays for david lee murphy my guitar player sometimes plays with david lee so they hooked me up with some tickets but i i just watched out front right yeah they they kind of have a rule or something like while the show's going on stay out and so i just watched out front like everybody else and it was awesome man like i was inspired right you know that's but, not a bad thing to do. No, but those guys are just—they have such specific brands, and I mean, what Chesney's done, like they're just like a lifestyle. Yeah. To his thing, and that's kind of where I want to do. You know, what I mean? he seems pretty relaxed all the time. Yeah, he does. But I mean, he's a hard worker. I know that. Um, I would have to assume that because of the, the amount that they travel and, and the stuff that they put into a show, I'm sure he just doesn't walk in and go, "All right, let's do this." No, sure he definitely got has hand. control over yeah. everything. And I see him, you know, the, the merch, everything is really cool and. And uh, so I look up to those guys, you know. And Eric Church, he's just got that. He is Eric Church. Yeah, he's just like, you know. I can tell you that I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't um, a huge fan of at him first. at yeah. first. It yeah. took me a while, and then as I started to listen to him and starting to watch some stuff and just kind of get get an idea of just what kind of person he is, it get tur- like the dudes. Are- it's it's different. Yeah, at like, first I'm the same way because I was like, well, this doesn't sound like like commercial hits, right, right. or something. But then it's like, well, that's not exactly what it is. And listen to the songs and the songwriting and, like, figure out who he is as a guy. And then you start going, oh, I'm starting to get it now. Yeah. You know, I remember when his manager, I was in my band still, but his manager had given me a CD. He's like, I got this, like, kind of outlaw country guy I'm managing right now, Eric Church. And he had his first record. And he handed it to me. And I was like, eh, whatever. And I listened to it a little bit. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And now I go back and I think it was Sinners Like Me. And I'm like, dude, that record's awesome. It but is. It took me... You don't always get it on the first listen. Yeah. You know, you don't. Somebody, that's that's a real thing. Yeah. Doesn't mean... I'll agree. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you might go like, 
I don't know about that artist. And then like a month, you know, or a year later, you're like, wow, I love that song. That's <laughs> pretty whatever. good. That's you pretty know? good. I'm, yeah, I, exactly. I did that with uh, Lucas Hogue. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. He, uh, his, his manager sent me two singles and one of them, I said, this one's cool. And the other one, I was like, man. Yeah. So something came out about, hey man, you should play this on Country Radio. And she pop- popped back on on the, um, the group text and says, yeah, Toad doesn't like that one. And now I'm like eating my words because I'm like, dude, I kind of like that song now. Uh, it kind of like grew on me. Right. I, I haven't told him yet, but I will. Right. Now he's, not that, whatever. Yeah. He, he'll know. So, yeah. newer artist. Who, yeah. who, who would you add to your show that someone you've come across that people should check out too? Oh, man, that's a good that question. That you're literally going to throw a bone to. Because <laughs> if it's an Eric Church, Kenny Chesney kind of show. Man, I'm trying to think of like my calendar, like who am I right, who I write with. You I'll, know? I'll, I'll give you a minute. And I'll, when I went back to Nashville last year for the ACM Honors, mm-hmm. um, Red Atkins won, won an award. Mm-hmm. And he told this story about the first time he went to Nashville thinking about moving there. And he walked into a bar and there was two people in the bar. One of them was the bartender and some guy sitting on um, a stool playing guitar. Have you heard the story? Uh-uh. So he's sitting in there and uh, he starts talking to the guy that's playing the guitar and they're going back and forth. He's like, yeah, I write. And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, come up, play one of your songs. So he plays one of his songs on this guy's guitar and they do whatever and comes off the stage. And he's like, dude, thanks. You know, they shot the poop, did whatever. And he goes, hey, man, if you ever come back, here's wrote his name and something on the business card, whatever. I said, look, look me up when you get back. It was Kenny Chesney. Holy crap. So he told the story, dude, I got the chills. I'm like sitting back going. And then he goes, how full circle, I'm getting him again. He goes, how full circle is is this? He goes, my son is out on the road right now with Kenny Chesney, Thomas Rhett. Oh, my god. And you sit back and go, dude, what a a crazy story. But this, I see what you guys do in the way that you guys write and the way that you guys champion each other. Yeah. I've, I've said this before. I'll say it again that... I don't think there's any other genre like that where... Man, no, I don't think so either. You you look, you look talk so highly of Hardy. Well, yeah, Hardy would be one. I mean, I love Hardy, but yeah. I just thought of a, another guy is Hunter Phelps. Yeah. You had him in here yet? You no. got to have Hunter. Hunter and, Hunter's got some some hits on the radio too. Great writer, and he's coming up as an artist. But um, great guy, and he's got he's a great songwriter. He's got fun stuff. You, you I'll, I'll show you some stuff. Jameson yeah. Rogers. I, I know him. Yeah. He's good. He's got a good song called Some Girls Out. Great guy. Super nice we guy. We play that. We play this. Yeah. We, we, we do play that. I We tried to get him out here probably like six, eight months ago, but something just didn't didn't work out with routing or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Yeah, something like that. Well, he's on the Luke tour, and it's like, that's pretty good, too. I don't know. Luke. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. You're talking Combs? Combs, yeah. Yeah. Luke Combs. Because they're buddies and stuff. So Luke played here. Open for Corey Smith, paid him five hundred bucks. No, really? Yes, sir. That's crazy, dude. And Luke's we, a good guy, though. We ran into him and Cappy at Root this last Root, yep. and uh, Cappy said something to me. It was like, dude, to this date, best hospitality we've ever had. And I like looked at him, and my girlfriend looks at me, and she goes, "Wow, just, <laughs> just like wow, wow, like, yeah. dude, you guys are iconic, right?" But so, just for just just for fun, you've been to our tailgate before. Yep. Backstage, I don't know if that's commonplace, but anyone I've been to, it just didn't seem like it was like that where all the artists would just hang out and have fun. And I'll, I just went up to Country Fan Fest, and I, I didn't see that. I didn't see all that. All backstage? Yeah, just kind of like it's It's, it's hard different. because everyone's on a different schedule, right? Yeah. Like I was just up last weekend with Marin Morris, and um, it was Marin and Cole and Cole Swindell. Who else was on there? Fillmore was on there. But Chase Rice was there just hanging out. He, he had played the night before. He was out hanging out with Michael Ray and they were like partying because they had they already played or whatever. Right. But then like Marin was like in show mode and so she wasn't she was like locked in. She was on she's kinda like the second to last. So she right. wasn't headlining but she had a ninety minute slot. We'll call her co headliner. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She, I mean she was she's huge but and then Cole so everyone's got on different stages. I remember when Marin was going on the guys in Cole's band were like drinking coffee because they were just kinda like getting up. It's like right. we and then the, like me and Fillmore 
we're sitting there with Chase Rice up at this, the front of the house watching, and we're drinking because we're like, we're done. Yeah. So everyone's on a different, and like, I got to fly tomorrow morning. Well, I got to go bus route, and I got to do a radio thing. So everyone's kind of doing their own thing, I think, some days, but every once in a while it kind of locks in. Yeah. I'd say when we did the ACM, uh, that, after we did your tailgate party, yep. there was a party at CA, had one up at Mandalay Bay um, for their all the CA artists, and it was right, Tequila just had came out. Yeah. Dan Shea was up there. Luke was up there. He had just think had his maybe first or second number one. He was wearing his Columbia fishing gear. <laughs> We're all wearing like suits, and there's Luke Combs. With, I don't think he'll ever change. I, I don't think so either, which is great. Um, <laughs> we have the same stylist. It's funny. I'm like, what is what is he? Yeah, I'm just noticing <laughs> your, your your beautiful Carthart hat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I really worked on that. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think it's just kind of depends on the show. But I think people do think right. We're all back there just. Having you a know, good time, and I think right. that's that's something that we always prided ourselves on. And like ACM here, I understand that everybody's here, not everybody's playing, but yeah. everybody's here. So it's we always know that that Thursday night is going to be oh, dude, it, yeah. there's, it doesn't matter who's playing. Well, I guess it does matter who's playing, but the people that show like dude, Russell's played the the two prior years, and Thomas Rhett and Lauren Elena just come and hang out, yeah, and just, just sit back and yeah. go, you, dude, you're like a monster. What are you doing right. here? And, right. And it's right around Thomas's birthday every year, so I make the crowd sing him happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome, Yeah, dude. so that's kind of cool, Yeah, too. I mean, this is just, you guys are well-known everywhere. I mean, you mentioned you guys, oh, dude, that place is awesome. Yeah, we're learning that. I mean, I, I don't, I think that we just do it. Chris and I came back about four years ago and just decided to do it our way. Yeah. I come from a musical background. Yep. He comes from being on a bus with Warrant, musical background. <laughs> right, right, right. And so we all had this idea of, like, this is how we're supposed to treat artists, and the rest will kind of happen. And yep. a, lot, a lot of people didn't understand that. And, um, but now we see it in a, in a sense that what in four years of doing music, actually, I think we're right at four years. We've been nominated twice for ACM yep. Nightclub of the Year. And that's um, to win would probably floor us both but the yeah. idea that they even pay attention you, some i think at some point you guys will i, I mean for I hope me, so for me as an artist i'll say i don't have this relationship with venues you know what i mean like, yeah i mean I'll, i might have a venue where i'm like i've been here a few times what's up guys cool good to have you back great show but it's not like this this is like a friendship almost sure it's just it like is a definitely legit, like i do i text you sometimes yeah. like it's just I know if I had a question or just wanted to say what's up, you would be like, hit me right back. Yeah. That's just different. It Well, it's and, funny because we get a yeah. lot of artists that come through that um, – Carter Winter's a perfect example. He's he's grinding, doing his yeah. thing, and he'll have his, his tour route t- together, and they'll see right in the middle that they're playing Stonies, and, and, and it's a marker for them. Right. Like, I know that if I get there, we're going to have a good time. Right, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you guys are just good. This whole thing just it's it's just great to have this. We try. I don't know? think any other venue does what what, what we do Dude, with no, with no. the radio with um, a great sound system, Dude, a stage that you're not going to fall notch, through. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's a great crowd every time I played here, dude. So. It's good. That's that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something else I wanted to ask you. What, are you going to let your hair grow back out? I think that's, <laughs> that's like an important piece of the puzzle. Will the manager let you? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I guess I could. I do. I don't mind. It's all messed up right now. But right. Um, I've still got plain hair. Um, what? You've been sitting by a pool. What are you talking about? Right. Right. Well, I jumped <laughs> plain in. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. Plain True. Hair. That's pretty pool plain. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I know. Yeah. I'm not against it. Yeah. Probably get more tattoos before. I, before dude, I, you don't have much more room, well, dude. I, know. I got. I got. I got, I got some over, over here. Dude, over here. I I hear the story. Were you ever afraid to get a tattoo, or were was it something you I just was always kind wanted? Of a pretty uh, young and just ready to 
to That's do it. it. Yeah, just I wanted like, to do it. But I mean, the first one was definitely like nervous, but it hurt a lot less than I thought because it was on the back of my arm. Right. And so I thought that wasn't so bad. But then when they start going and like, you know, here right. in the soft spots and oh, that hurts. That doesn't feel very good. But um, yeah. I'm I'm not saying I'm against them. I yeah. have zero. Yeah, I have zero, and I'm I'm an old ass man. But I just sit back and I appreciate them more yeah. than anything. Like because uh, I do a lot of design work and yeah. But I look at a lot of stuff and I just sit back and go, man, that's crazy. Like I always hear the story that once you get one, you're addicted, and that's well, yeah, the way it you works. definitely, definitely. Then I was less. Definitely got you know. Right. You do kind of get a little bit like I want to get another one over here and. This. We better fill that in over there, and right. I, could, I think we could put something right here. And you're gonna have to write yeah. a sleeves part too, if you right, keep doing right, that. Right, right, right. Well, pants. this one's because of pants. Called pants. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That's my son's nickname is Pants. Oh, that's nice. Funny. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, yeah. sweet. Thanks for hanging out today, man. Absolutely. Dude. I'm looking I'm forward to the for show. Tonight. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be fun. And uh, you're gonna have to let me know after you eat at Soho. If oh, you had dude. The high yes. Roll. Yeah. When do you leave? I'm leaving. I'm actually staying till Monday. So really. Yep. So I'll be. I'll be around. Dude, I might if you. I'm gonna hit you up Sunday morning. Yeah, and if you haven't gone yet, we'll go there for lunch. That'd be great, dude. Because it's not too far yeah. from my house, and uh, I can always eat fish. I yeah, don't I'm, have a problem I'm, with that. I'm hanging. I'm writing with this uh, band, so I'm here tomorrow. What band? It's called Adelita's Way. I know them. They're from here. They're from here. Yeah, I do know they do, them. Do pretty well. Our my my background in music here was um, I had a website called LVLocalMusicScene.com. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And I used to help artists get deals and um, help them get shows. Well, I used to four wall the House of Blues. Here. Oh, yeah. Did it for years, and um, I'd have these bands play. It was before, obviously, before Adelita's Way, but I'm sure some of those dudes were in some of the bands from back yeah. then. But um, I helped the Killers get the record deal. It wasn't. They had the same attorney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the same. And the Imagine time. Dragons and yeah. and yeah. 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 That whole scene, yeah. yeah. Rick so, knows all those guys, yeah. So the guy that actually signed the killers, his name is Braden Merrick. And mm-hmm. uh the story is is that he took him to the label that he worked at and they fired him over him. So he took him overseas and made him big and famous. And then uh Rob yeah. Reynolds got involved with him and yep. kinda changed a little bit of stuff for him and is what it is from there. Yeah, it's big now. It's that's an understatement, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, Adelita's way. They've been. Dude, they've didn't had, they have a Super Bowl song or something? They've that, had five number ones yeah. on radio. I mean, they, they and we. I had. The, I've written and produced their last three singles, which it's been a fun. When departure. you produce, do do they record here? Um, I'll do some stuff what I can do in a hotel room, right? But then we'll. I'll bring the band to Nashville and we'll cut cut the band at a studio there. Really? And then they kind of. I'll get everything and then I'll kind of, you know, mess with it later. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Good dudes. Oh, great guys. I'm not quite yeah. sure if I've ever. I'm sure in some form or fashion I have I'm met sure, them before. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're great guys, yeah. And they live here, so. You're right. Yeah. So, I, so Rick doesn't like to leave because he's got his kids here. So he's sure. Like, he's like, dude, I'm like, I'll already be here this weekend. I'll just stay a couple days. And I'm leave. not thinking like any of the killers live here anymore either. They have a studio here. I know that because Matt works with them a lot. Um, Wasn't Panic at the Disco from here? <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> the funny story about them was that there was always this 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 rumor that they never played a live show here. Um, and um, Fallout Boy signed him, whatever yeah. that guy's name was. I always yeah, forget Pete his name. Wentz, yeah, yeah P- Pete Wentz signed him. And I was like, why would you sign a band that sounds exactly like you? Right. Never right. understood that. But right. Three three million records later. Yeah, Dude, right. doing something that, right. Yeah, well, that's so why yeah. I sit back with the Killers. Like, I went and saw the Killers on, uh, um, like, a Wednesday night at a place called The Boston here. And they were supposed to go on, I, th- I want to say, like, at 10. And me and my buddy Holmes went... And we're standing. They showed up like two hours late. What? Just, and we were just like, what is going on? Like at Wednesday. And we're like, dude, whatever. So I used to drink back then. So we yeah. just like sat at the bar. This yeah. place was like the local. It was the local place. Yeah. On Friday and Saturday, you knew. You didn't have to read up on who was playing there because you, you knew it was going to be, be a good yeah. band. Because they 
this guy one used to uh, book the bands there, and he'd make them play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until they built up some sort of a thing, and then he would allow them to play on a Friday, which was right. smart, dude. Right. You, you earned your stripes then. But totally, we we sat there and I watched him. I was like, I just didn't understand it, and then. To this day, I would sit back and just be like, "Man, I just never got it until I saw their show um, live from Royal Royal Albert oh, Hall or yeah. whatever." And I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, iconic. Yeah, they're they're amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not done. We're gonna talk some more music real quick. Um, <laughs> you obviously listen to music outside of country. Have you ever yeah. heard of a band called Biffy Clyro? Dude, I love that band. So <laughs> underrated. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! So I just bought their, um, and I just posted it on my on my Facebook. I was playing it yesterday while I was waiting to go to dinner for my girlfriend to get ready. They have a new album out, and it's uh, about a movie, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, um, um, the the songs for the movie are brought to you yeah, by yeah. Biffy yeah. Clyro. Well, yeah. I'm list- I buy their vinyl. Um, my favorite person in that band is a drummer ben he's bad i actually posted something and i got all fanboy and i sent it to my buddy nick that lives in denver that he watched my story because i tagged yeah. him and was all excited but they have a backup guitar player in the uh-huh. band and his and his name is mike Vinart. he is my favorite dude in the world like i'm fanboying again when i went to south by southwest in probably 2002 mm-hmm. his band was called ocean size came over and oh, played yeah, yeah. So now the two backup players, one's called The Gambler, and the other guy is Mike Vinart. Yep. Whenever they tour Biffy Clyro, they go. So That's great, dude. dude. I, I, not too many people know Biffy Clyro. Well, my, I, I, there was this band I um, worked with that was on Atlantic, too. When I got signed, I went to Ireland for like a month, and they're all talking, Biffy Clyro, yeah. Biffy Clyro. I'm like, who is Biffy Clyro? What are right. you talking about? They're like, they're like the biggest band over here. And I was like. Huge. I was like. Huge. They're like. My buddy's like. They play stadiums, dude. And I was yeah. like, what? And, he, and I was like, I got to hear this stuff. And then I was like, whoa, these guys rock, dude. Have they you seen them live? Awesome. No, I've never seen them live. Twice. I was supposed to see them at some little club in Nashville. Dude. Because they don't, they don't draw anybody in America. No. So I've, they played once here. Um, I saw them at uh, a little room called Vinyl. Yeah. I know, at the Hard I Rock. I played there. Yeah. Um, there was maybe 200 people there, dude. And I was and blown. they'll literally play away. like a stadium. Dude, the thought they'll play Wembley, right? Eighty thousand people, whatever. And I sit back, and so I also saw him at um, um, the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip upstairs, yeah. and there was maybe two hundred people in that room. And I was like, I just don't get it because you get to that how. But then I look at the Killers, and over here they weren't anything until they went overseas and got big. Yeah, it's like Kings of Leon too. To Kings of Leon, dude, yep. their story's amazing. Oh, dude, my my attorney is their attorney, and the, I mean they came to Minneapolis. Once and I saw my friend was doing sound at this little venue. Yeah. And dude, they like smelled bad. They were they were like <laughs> they must have been living in that van or whatever. Right. And he kind of line. Uh, <laughs> it was a Ford. Yeah, it was a Ford kind of line. Um, but they got out and I was just like, "What is this band?" And they were very indie back then, and right. they were kind of sloppy. And dude, I was like, do you know the story that none of them played instruments? They just right. said, "Let's put a band together." Like that's just they called you, their cousin. He's like, "I don't play guitar." And he's like, "Well, you're gonna learn with us because <laughs> right. I don't play drums." Right. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, they were pretty rough at first, but yeah. like the songs, there's something about them at the beginning where I was like, "Raw is cool." Yeah, I'm. Um, I think up until Sex on Fire, I loved them. I right. loved them, and then yeah. after that, I, I don't know what I've changed. I've gotten a little softer on them yeah. too, but that record was like, damn. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they were. They were. They were bad. I'm trying to think who else. Who else do you do, do you got in your bag like that? I mean, well, dude. I mean, I'm looking on the wall, Cadillac Three. I mean, I knew I. I Jaren and I got signed at the same time. Yeah, they were called Bang Bang Bang. Yep, remember and that? They were American Bang. Well, yeah, then and then and then they were what? Now they then they were the the no they were the Cadillac Black 
Cadillac and, Black, that's right. Yep. And then they were Cadillac 3. I'm like trying to get it all right, yeah. But Jaron has a song on my band's first record. Really? We wrote together, yeah. I don't, dude, those guys, um, they're monsters. That's all yeah. I got to say because yeah. the people that they're involved with and the people that they, like, people, he wrote me, um, I think he does stuff with like Ray Fulcher. Yeah, that's probably. Our, um, Maybe. I'm trying to think because I had two people here and he was writing guest oh. lists for him. Um, Neil, the drummer. Yeah, Neil. Neil, Neil like manages Ray, I think. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ray, <laughs> Ray is in 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 bed with the Luke Camp and yep, the, the singles. Too, yeah. Like and Jonathan Singleton. Yeah. Dude, it's nuts. Like it's that, all very. He was writing me. He's like, dude, I'll write you in about an hour and a half. I gotta go on stage. I'm like, what, dude? You're wait, what? <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, wait. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. He's like started this thing, and they have another guy. Bones Owens, I think they manage this guy. Yeah, he's not country, but um, right. And Hannah Dasher, they would, oh yeah, Hannah Dasher, yeah. She was just Hannah here. Dam Dasher. Hannah Dam Dasher. She <laughs> is, uh, she's crazy. Yeah, she's wild. First one. time I met her, I was like, dude, this is an act. And then she came here, I was like, oh no, that's her. No, that, that is, her. is the real deal, dude. Love yeah. you, Hannah Dasher. No, totally. I Hannah Dam Dasher. I, th- I love her. She's she's like we wrote together, and I was like, this girl's on fire. Yes, like there's and she just got signed too. Yeah, yeah. Sony. Yep. Yeah, dude, that's what's going on, man. Well, thanks for the time today. Hey, dude, this dude, was this fun. Is a, that's great, man. Tell people we how to find talk you about online. bands yes. forever, dude. I'm just like you know what, my buddy Nick. Uh, Nick, I love you. He's gonna he is gonna like every artist that comes in here. I always ask him about other kinds of music, and nobody's ever heard of Biffy. They're all like, oh, dude, dude, I'm, I'm gonna go look. Biffy, yeah. Dude, what kind of drip? What, Drip, Drip, chandelier, Drip. Dude. Oh, so, what what kind of band comes out and does Drip, a double album? That was a great album, dude. And then the video that went with it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I watched that forty five minute. Dude, like, that so, was it's rad. And one of them almost went back into rehab, and like it was Ben, like yeah. almost goes back into rehab. And you sit there and go, wait, these guys are from here, and they go to uh, um, Santa Monica to record, and they're yeah. like living this different world. I'm like, totally. No, it is. It's it's crazy. When you go over there, I've been over there where they live, and like <laughs> my buddy had a band from up there, and and uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's just they have a whole scene up there of that kind of music. Yeah. They're like the biggest band of those bands, but there's like a bunch of underling bands that like are kind of inspired by Biffy. Yeah. And like I was getting into all these bands over there. My band, my friend's band's called Fighting with Wire. You should check them out. Fighting with Wire. They're broken up. They put one record out and the guy the the head of Atlantic signed him like this is going to be the next Nirvana and then like Whatever Hope. happened, they they ne- they spent a bunch of money on him and they never put the album out really, and it was like what? Boo! They should have been huge, but uh, another like underling of that kind of vibe, right? You know? so. so we'll I'm, I'll make a deal with you. Yeah, I will I will fly somewhere if yep. they come to Nashville. If Biffy yep. plays there, dude, I, let's do it. I will. I that will, would be great, dude. I will another go. Another fan, and I will sit there and they'll have 201 people there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because we'll be there. Because we'll be there. <laughs> but it's like it's like one of those things that I, it's all about an experience. My I had a couple friends that came with me the last time that they played here, yep. and I don't want to say they were not fans, but they were not fans. They, yeah, yeah they're so they're standing behind me, drinking, pushing on me. I'm yeah. like, dude, here's the deal: like these guys are from overseas; they never yeah. play here. Go away. Just right. I, I, right. I might have cussed, but I was right. like, get the hell away from me. I need right. to experience th- this band again because yeah. it's like one of those things. Like they don't come here very often, right. and it's kind of like I think they've been here three times. The first time I didn't know who they were. Actually, someone gave me the their uh, music with um, balloons on it, and I was like, man, I don't, I, whatever. Right. And then I went back after um, the Chandelier album, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and then uh, that was that called. Opposites or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. And then I just keep collecting their vinyl, and now I go back to all their old stuff, and I'm just like, dude, I get it. I totally. Mm-hmm. And the it's first, one, yeah, the yeah. first stuff, dude. I mean, 
And then you go on like YouTube and you watch their whole concerts, and I'm just like, look at all these people. I know. Like arenas and shit. <laughs> Dude, and the huge stage show and the lights, and they come here, and you've got this yeah, piano just, that's hidden. The gambler's yeah. hidden. You got Vinart, who's a lefty guitar, who's hidden in the back. Because they can't fit. The stages they yes. play are so small. Yeah. But I would, I would Give put them. Stonies. I would put them here. I would. Yeah. So uh, there's another band called Envy on the Coast. I, I do. We we're on the same label back. Get out of here. Yeah. Get, oh my God, I love yeah. you. Yeah, I love dude. You. That band was great. Dude. Okay, so they're back together. What? Yes. That's crazy. And they have a little side project called Violent Joy now. Nice. But they came back and they I want to say it was New York that they played and they have a live yeah. album out on on Island. on on um Spotify right now. If you oh, go nice. look up Envy on the Coast. Well, they did this live thing and I started shooting the poop with them. I don't think they took me serious, but like I would I would give them a Sunday here and do whatever I had to do. I was so frustrated because they toured with Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Didn't know who they were, so I went to the show late. 2 weeks later, I someone plays me head first in the water. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, yeah. I go to find out where they're at. So I go see them. They broke up. Yeah, it was like right. We 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 signed to the, their their agent started this label, and we were on that label that that eventually went up to be upgraded to Atlantic. But right, they they were the the, the agent of Taking Back Sunday and Envy on the Coast signed my band to his new label, and then he was like, we're gonna do it through Atlantic though. But that was that's how I knew them because he was like, you gotta check Envy on the coast, out. dude. And and the other band was Fighting with Wire. All right, okay. And so that's how. Wow. I, and then then Fighting with Wire guys said, you gotta hear Biffy Clyro because I was over there and I was like, wow, it's crazy, dude. They don't have the same drummer anymore. I think that's where the fallout came to Envy gotcha. on the coast. So their new drummer, Dillinger Escape Plan guy. Oh, dude. Oh. Man. Phenomenal. I saw them back in the day, dude. Yeah. I think we probably both were <laughs> watching the same music back in the day. AFI um, and Dillinger uh, Escape Dude, line. AFI is... Love them. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Thrice. Crazy. Oh, I love Thrice, dude. dude. My favorite in the ambulance. And... Dude, my favorite thing about th Thrice Jeez. is when you listen to them on the record and go see them live, there's mm -hmm. no disconnect. No, totally. It's great. I mean... Justin Kinsey, yeah. what a singer, dude. Yes. A beast. Dude, and the whole band. Oh, dude. Yes. Tepe, oh my God. Dude, they're f phenomenal. I, I was obsessed with that band. That's like what inspired my band. Was really? Thrice. Was yeah. Thrice? Yeah, that was like a really, that was like where we thought, that's a good balance of heavy and melodic and big so and songs. You know, I like yeah. their songs because Dustin's like a singer, but he kind of pushes. He wasn't just screaming the whole time. Right. So I thought, I can do that. That's what I like. It was like, and <laughs> but anyways, that's kind of well big was a big inspiration for my rock band. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. But. Tell people how to find you online. Uh, Jake Rose Music at Jake Rose Music, Jake Rose Rocks dot com. Any of them, you'll find me. Love it. Thanks, awesome. dude. Thanks, man. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead, roll credits. Recorded by Toad, produced by Toad, booked by Toad voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job. <laughs>